1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
0: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports
1: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to
2: listen live. Morale is high. It's a Wednesday. Charles Barkley joins us in about 20 minutes from now. Phone calls are welcome. Operator sitting by. Tyler, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. And if you're watching on Peacock, yes, you can have this very well not this one but you can have this flannel shirt it's available at danpatrick.com i'm not going to give you this i would give you the shirt off my back oh i would but i don't think you want to see when i have the shirt off my back it's not pretty but you can go to danpatrick.com we got all kinds of flannel shirts there we got some uh, tailgate moonshine for you and still get it in time for the holidays All right, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. When it comes to celebrating, nobody celebrates more or better or bestest like Vegas does. No, no No, no nobody. There you go. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the spectacle and celebration woven into the fabric of the community, literally woven in. Vegas is where conventional was challenged. The unexpected embraced. It's not just celebrating, it's celebrating with an edge. All righty. The report that the Patriots are, they have decided to fire Bill Belichick at season's end or parting of the uh, parties there. Parting ways. We'll uh, parse that, the words that were used by Tom Kern of NBC Sports yesterday about Bill Belichick and his future. The Warriors lose, and they will lose Draymond Green for a while. Yes, he did it again. Uh, Justin Herbert done for the season and you start to look at this situation here and is Brandon Staley done for the uh, season as well at some point do they move on to another head coach but uh, Justin Herbert out for the rest of the year all right we have a poll question play of the day stat of the day all of that forthcoming Seton has the honors of the poll question today what do you want to start with
3: well I think we should start with a pretty big story Uh, where's Bill Belichick next year? (laughs) Well, the fact that he has one more year
2: left on his deal, if I'm the Patriots, can I trade Bill Belichick? I have to look at all options here. Because if Bill is not going to be your head coach, now, do you just say... We don't want to impede your opportunity to be the all-time victory leader in NFL history. We just don't
3: want you doing it in an Exactly.
2: We don't, On our sidelines. We don't want to wait four or five more years for you to break that record. He's uh, oh, that 15, 15 wins away. Do you say to Bill, you're, you're free to go wherever you want to go? Or do you say to the Washington commanders, you know what? You can have Bill. This is what we would like or if you say that, to Carolina, or I don't know. Could you see him with the Raiders? I couldn't. But the Chargers, I could. But do you get something in return? Can you get a first-round draft pick for the greatest coach in NFL history? Second-round draft pick. Something. Because if it was reversed, and Belichick would be asking for something, and he would be asking for probably a first-round draft pick. But... um, Where do I think he'll be? Well, Carolina's desperate, but you have that owner. Washington, desperate, and you have a new owner, and then you
3: have the Chargers. What if you're Carolina and you're Bryce Young and you're like, Oh, Bill? Uh, well, I saw what he did with Mac. Uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs>
2: that's the, my, first, my first phone call if I'm Bryce Young is to Mac Jones. Great. Yeah, no good. I'm
3: excited.
2: Dude, uh, what am I in store for? Oh, God. You think you had a bad year this year.
4: <laughs> Wait. Yeah, Paulie. Going back to the concept of trading Bill Belichick, which I love, and there'd be nothing more patriots than to trade their coach, and he would have to understand it because that's – his philosophy, would he be trading himself? Because he would be the GM initiating the phone calls, wouldn't he? There's no one above him on personnel.
2: I would think that they would uh, turn that over to Robert Kraft. I oh, think he's now the GM? I, I would think that he would be the de facto GM if you were going to trade Bill. B- would he like, get more or less than they got for Jimmy G?
4: <laughs> oh.
2: Wow. The second rounder.
3: I'd nah, just take him.
2: So after a 3-10 and ten start... Rumors around Belichick's security have run rampant here. But this really started, they were going to play a game in Germany. And the Boston Globe, Ben Volen, who covers the Patriots, sort of danced around. It wasn't a report. It was kind of a an opinion. And it was, this is a big deal to Robert Kraft. You're going to Germany. This is their Super Bowl. And I thought, if that's your Super Bowl, you're not going to have a good year. Well, they get there, and then they lose. And then... We thought maybe there's a possibility he got fired midseason, which I was told that that was preposterous. Would never happen. They would never do that. And, you know, a, a, a TV executive told me that and knows that you know, Robert Kraft said that'll never happen. He would never embarrass Bill like that. And I go, okay. So they come back and they struggle again and struggle again, struggle again, quarterback change, quarterback change. And then they do the impossible. They beat the Steelers. Now, all of a sudden, you're wondering, can Bill win his way back in? And you're trying to figure out, okay, a couple more wins? I don't think so. Feels like it's been a foregone conclusion here that they're going to move on. And they have moved on, you know, Richard Seymour and Lawyer Malloy, Dion Branch, Tom Brady. So if they can move on from those players, including Tom Brady, they can move on from Bill Belichick. And Tom Curran friend of the show, NBC Sports Boston, and he he's had the story, it feels like, for a little while, but I'm just curious. Now, I'm going to play what he said yesterday on a uh, morning show in Boston. And keep in mind, ESPN's not putting this on their homepage. I don't think it's on the homepage sports section of the Boston Globe. It's not on SportsCenter, but they're... Feels like there's finality to Bill Belichick, and the Patriots are going to go in opposite directions at the end of this year. I want to put it in context with what Tom Kern said yesterday, and it's not even on his, you know, personal social media. So I'm, and we did invite him on, and uh, uh, Fritzy talked to him. He had some things, you know, that were off the record that he was talking about, but I think he still believes this is going to happen, but he's laying low with this. If you have a story like that and you're laying low, I don't know. Did you hear from the Patriots? Here's Tom Curran yesterday.
5: When they came out of Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made and they were going to play out the string. And at the end of the year, there would be a parting of the ways for a variety of reasons. I think, and I was told this specifically, but the main one being, don't fire Bill Belichick during the season it's just not going to happen additionally though he's an asset he's under contract for another year which we reported after espn or nfl media reported there was a long-term extension in place that would keep bill locked up long term it's only through next year so that would not be an impediment to them changing course and it had gone too far the germany game the commander's game the saints game all huge marquee games and then there was a chargers game after that Just because they won last week in Pittsburgh in prime time, I don't think it quells anything.
2: Okay, a a decision was made. That's not, you know what, they're formulating their opinion here. Uh, The direction to go in, leaning towards, a decision was made. That, to me, is the key part of this. A decision was made. And look, we're parsing words here, but it feels like it was more definitive coming back from Germany. The decision was made that they're going to move on at the end of the season. And Tom Curran could be 100% right. He's been dialed in with that organization for a long time. Trusted person. But just felt like nobody else is going with this. Here's the greatest coach in NFL history who's going to be fired at the end of the year and maybe traded at the end of the year. I just don't know where Adam Schefter is on this or Jay Glazer is on this. If there's something there. And that's what surprised me about this, and then I couldn't find it. It it actually found me. I the the story found me as I'm going through different stories, and I go wait. And so when Pauly goes, uh, Fritzie goes, we should reach out to Tom Curran, and Paulie goes for what? And goes this Belichick story. He goes, I'm checking his social media. There's nothing here, and then I I said no. He had said this on a show, and that they made a decision, and and maybe you know we're. There's semantics involved in this, but you know, the reporting is about the semantics of this. But when you say a decision's been made, that's not like, Hey, we're going to make a decision down the road. We haven't made a decision. Now when you say we made a decision, that's what I think is really kind of interesting here. And I don't know, has Belichick been told? I'm, I'm assuming here, which is dangerous that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft have had conversations if i'm both either one of them i got to talk to him and you know from belichick's point of view like i just tell me where you stand on this just so i know i'm still going to coach the way i've always coached and if i'm robert kraft i would say i want you to coach the way you've always coached but at season's end we're going to move on and you know we're going to we're going to make it amicable and uh, that last game will be a uh, you know big game, important game for us as an organization, and a way a fitting way to say goodbye to you. In the meantime, you know we still want to win, we still want you to go out and coach. Now, if I'm Belichick, I would say, "Can I save my job? How do I save my job?" Now, I don't know what their relationship is. You know, they're getting into a deep conversation here, but feels like maybe they didn't talk at all. But you're not getting much out of the Patriots. We never have. When somebody says I got a source there and I'm like, well, you're you're in the minority cuz not many people have sources there. But there there's a couple of people who are sources or potential sources, but other than that, they're they're pretty much on lockdown there. And I think and and people, you know, two people that I've reached out to, they they will tell you straight up, I don't have anything. And one of my sources said I don't have anything on this. And I go, okay. So is there something there? Is Bill Belichick going to be with the Patriots uh, till season's end and then he's on another team? And I think that's what we've all felt for a long time here. Yes, Bowling.
4: I've read this story 20 times since yesterday. And, and I wonder if Tom Curran may have uh, meant like a decision has been made that unless there's a miraculous turnaround, you know, maybe he clipped himself, but a decision made means past tense means four weeks ago, after they lost that game in Germany, they had a bye week. Then they lost by three points, lost by six points, and won a game. They could have won three in a row after Germany, after the bye week. It would be interesting, the the tone and direction in Boston and uh, Bill Belichick's career. Let's say he went uh, five and three down the stretch, which he's not going to, but could have.
2: Yeah. It was just kind of strange that nobody else picked this up, but a decision has been made. A decision had been made. Like, okay, he's being fired at season's end. We got, what, a month ago? What was it, a month ago that they came back from uh, Germany? A month ago yesterday? And, and, you know, there was talk that maybe, you know, that that could happen, but I was told that it was not, he was not going to be fired midseason. Sometimes you're worried, though, if you don't fire somebody, they can win. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no. We're kind of stuck with somebody. I don't think that's the case with Bill Belichick. You know, Frank Reich, you weren't going to let him have the opportunity to maybe maybe win his job back. That, that's why they fired him. All right, we'll get phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, so, Seton, uh, any other poll questions?
3: Well, why don't we uh, get you sort of not on the record. Oh. It's not that serious, but... Next year, Bill Belichick will be the Patriots head coach, yeah. coaching another team, yeah. uh, coaching a college team, mm-hmm. working in the media, mm-hmm. or this is where you can tell Paul sent the poll question in, <laughs> on Nantucket with his dog.
4: Which would be my choice, by the way.
2: Yeah. Well, I think he's going to be on Nantucket with his dog. Permanently? I mean, it is regardless, right? Yes, yes,
4: yes, yes.
2: I don't think he's going to leave his home and his dog. I think he's coaching another team. I know that people got caught up in his appearance on College Game Day, and they're like, what about him and uh, Tom Brady in the booth? And I'm going, no, no. I, I'm sure Bill would have some you know, interesting insight. Is he going to share? He never shared before. Is he going to say, you know, that reminds me of a story. I don't know if he's going to do something like that. Uh, if he was in the studio and I only needed like uh, 30 seconds with him or 45 seconds, then I get that, or he could diagram something. In, in the course of a game, I don't think him and Belichick would be, I don't know, I don't think that would, uh, that would work out well. Yes, Paul? How about
4: uh, something like the Manning cast, where Bill Belichick's watching games, talking along, hmm. you know, just eating apples, petting his dog, managing a play called the Mumblecast, <laughs> you know, just have some fun with it. Put him Let's and,
2: get ready to mumble. Yeah, Him
4: and his dog talking football.
2: I don't know. I Tune into that. No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if you said Gronk was there with Bill Belichick, and maybe somebody else is a moderator, all right. But but Gronk's energy would dwarf Bill Belichick, because <laughs> Gronk wouldn't be like this, Belichick <laughs> would be like this, box kid. And then Belichick would be like,
6: come on, Gronk, slow down a little bit here. Yeah, Marvin. I feel like the only time Belichick ever gets excited about football is when somebody says, oh, man, he's kind of like Lawrence Taylor. And he goes, no, 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 don't put anybody <laughs> in the same category. Or as Navy Taylor. football. Right. Navy football, he
2: gets excited.
6: Or Navy lacrosse. Yeah. yeah. Or any lacrosse. I
2: really love that. I grew up around that. I'm really proud. It's very cool. But if you say, you know what? Micah Parsons reminds me of Lawrence Taylor. Uh, don't say that. There's only one Lawrence Taylor. All right, let me take a break. The great Charles Barkley will give us his thoughts on the latest Draymond Green incident. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show.
1: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
4: It's beer cracking
2: season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and... To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
7: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
0: terms and conditions apply
2: got a poll question get to your phone calls coming up talk to charles barkley here in a moment we talked a little bit about draymond green he's done it again this is what it sounded like last night
5: he'll just picked up his third foul and now green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul and they're going to take a look at this Jason Goble indicating they will go to the monitor here. Nurkic is down in a heap. Green just plows right over Nurkic. Boy, that is a swipe across the face. Two. After
4: video review, Green makes unnecessary and excessive contact to the face. The foul has been upgraded to a flagrant foul penalty, Two, And Green has been
1: ejected from the game.
2: All right. That's courtesy of TNT. It's bringing Charles Barkley, the Hall of Famer. Also, uh, check out King Charles with Gail King, Wednesdays at 10 Eastern on CNN, a one-hour talk show with the uh, co-host. All right, Chuck, here we are with Draymond Green yet again. (laughs) What do the Golden State Warriors do? What's their role in this? Because it feels like the commissioner can suspend him, and it doesn't matter.
6: You know, one of my one of my favorite people in the world is Herm Edwards. He's one of the great men, not great coaches, one of the great men I ever met. And he would say, hey, you know what? The NFL is not going to do anything to you. But you know what? My job is not just to win football games. My job is to teach you to be a grown, grown-ass man. He says, I'm going to suspend you. Uh, I think the Golden State Warriors, you know, because Adam – Adam Adam doing doing something really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But when your boss says, hey, you know what, it's time for us to sit you down because, you know, you just lose money when the league suspends you. I think you need to be embarrassed when your boss says, hey, you know what, you're hurting the team. I'm going to do something to you. So I think it's up to the Golden State Warriors to hey, you know what, Draymond, you've been great for this organization, you've been great for the team, but you're not worth it the effort, you know, we tired of dealing with this BS. So I think the Warriors need to step in and say, hey, even even before Adam does anything today, because he's going to get suspended, if the Warriors came out and said, hey, can we handle this situation? I think that would be the right thing to do, Dan, personally.
2: Yeah, but I don't know if you say, all right, we're going to suspend you for 10 games. I I don't think Draymond can be embarrassed. And I think that's part of the problem, that you cost your team uh, you know, with the suspension in the NBA Finals, the number of times, like 20% of the games, I think he's been thrown out of this year. I mean, he's he's become an embarrassment for the NBA. Maybe the Golden State Warriors go, hey, he's a necessary evil here.
6: Not anymore. You, It's a necessary evil when you're winning, not when you're losing. And he's frustrated because he can't play the way he used to play. That's probably what what as a player, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh man, because I'm not saying this because I like Draymond, everybody likes Draymond, but then I started doing stupid stuff when I couldn't play anymore. It was very frustrating. You like my last two years with the Rockets, I sucked as a player. You know, I I actually hit otella Harrington. Nobody knows about it. Otella Harrington, I hit him in practice because he was working so hard and there was nothing I could do about it. So I took a I threw him down and rooted Tom Johnson, who I really respect, is we're going to vote and you're not going to play. And I was humiliated, but it was because I couldn't play anymore. So I was playing dirty. I see the same thing with Draymond. He's not the same player, and he's frustrated. But one thing about you have to go old gracefully because he's accomplished a lot in this game. But when you can't play anymore, it's very frustrating. And that's what you see now from him. That's what I see as a player. And they let him
2: talk after the game. I would think if you got kicked out of a game that they wouldn't have you on the podium. But, I mean, he loves the attention.
6: Yeah, but Dan, I'm going to tell you something. I know I something that he does, and you can just tell. He always says, you know, I'm not going to apologize for anything. That's his go-to response. I'm like... Nah, dude, because he said the same thing last time he was suspended. He said, well, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to apologize. He said the exact same thing last night. I'm like, yeah, that's a flaw, bro. You letting people down. It's all right to say. One of the biggest problems with celebrities today, Dan, not just Draymond, they're afraid to say, hey, you know what? I really screwed up. It's my fault. They have their handlers like write these stupid statements and things like that. I tell them, I said, it's all right to say, hey, you know what? i was wrong but nobody wants to do that draymond needs to say you know what last time i got suspended i was wrong i was wrong for what i did tonight and i don't know if he has the pride he needs to say it hey you know what i was wrong and i let my team down again that's what he needs to say none of that hey i'm not going to change i'm who i am what i am no that doesn't work anymore because you're not the same player you know bill cowher somebody i really admire we're talking about Chip Kelly one day when he he cut all his good players and he got traded to the um, when he took over for the Eagles and Bill Collins, somebody who called me, he says, "Hey, you know Chip Kelly?" I said, "No, I never met Chip Kelly." He says, "Tell him quit cutting all his good players because he don't like them. This is not like college <laughs> where you can just roll another two star, three star out there." He says, "Sometimes your players are assholes. You just have to deal with them." I mean, Bill Bill Cow, I love Bill Cowell. But he said, he said, he called me out of the blue. And, I mean, I know him, but he called me out He says, please tell Chip Kelly, this is the pros. This is not college. You don't, you can't, even though you don't like a guy, you put up with a guy. Because he cut Deshaun Jackson and cut Deshaun McCoy because he didn't like him. I said, he said, tell him this is not Oregon. <laughs> you don't have to like your players. He, he, he did. He said, you don't have to like your players. But you have to deal with assholes when you're coaching today. It was really a funny conversation.
2: We're talking to Charles Barkley, the Hall of Famer. You can check out King Charles with Gail King Wednesday nights at 10 Eastern on CNN. But I think the Golden State Warriors are culpable in this. They're complicit. Because if I go back to the Jordan Poole moment, when Draymond punches him, nobody rushes to Draymond. and Like, what are you doing? Like, they didn't do anything. They all just kind of, like, meander, like, this maybe, you know, Jordan Poole had it coming or Draymond does this kind of stuff. And they kept him. And then they got, you know, eventually got rid of Jordan Poole. And well, I, I'm sure he's emboldened by that.
6: Well, I think what happens, Dan, you know, this, you see it all the time in sports. Everybody always amazed and shocked. I always laugh. I "Man, shut the hell up. I says, if you're a good player or a great player – you can get away with murder and nobody says anything as long as you're winning. The problem was happening with Draymond now is they're not winning anymore. Yeah. But Dan, when you win, players can get away with anything. That's the. I always am, I'm amazed when the public be all, oh, I'm outraged. I'm like, why are you outraged? When you're winning, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. But like I say, the problem with Draymond now is they're not winning. That team's not any good. But you know, there's nothing they can really do because they're stuck with him. I think he signed a four-year extension, and so he's he's gonna be there, yeah. no matter what. Yeah.
2: Uh, last night, the Joker got thrown out on uh, Serbia night, <laughs> the Bulls game. Really? Uh, in the second quarter, he gets tossed. So you're throwing out. I, I guess there's magic words that you use that it's it's going to be automatic that you're gonna. Yeah. I mean, and don't use those words here, but. Are there automatic words? If you say that you will get a technical, you may get tossed.
6: You know, that's a great question. I'm not sure. I've been tossed a few times, but I I think, I think only twice I got tossed when I wasn't intentionally trying to get tossed, to be honest with you. So uh, I just kept pushing, pushing, pushing when I was trying to get tossed, but I don't think there's no magic words, but Joker had to say something bad to get tossed on Serbia night. Uh, (laughs) Or or the the ref, you know, I don't think, because, you know, he's such a great kid and a great player. I'd be curious exactly what he said. I'd be curious if he cursed him out in Serbian or English. Because, you know, if if you curse him out in Serbian, the ref probably had no idea what he said. So uh, I'd be curious to know exactly what, what Joker said to get tossed on Serbia night. Did you
2: play against players who might have said things to you in a different language? You had no idea what they were saying to
6: you? Another great question. I don't, uh, I don't remember Coach cursing me out. I mean, I don't remember a player saying anything crazy to me in a foreign language. But I probably would have laughed if even if I thought it was it was vulgar. Uh, but no, I don't remember any player cursing me out in a foreign language. But that would have been flat out hilarious.
2: I think you bet you were thrown out of sixteen games. That's it. <laughs> well, it's not exactly
6: your Rasheed Wallace here, but I well, because I know I had a. I, I'm way up on the technicals list. I'm way up on the technicals list. But so sixteen. Um, but I probably fourteen of those I deliberately tried to get tossed. But or did somehow, you get
2: fined or tossed when you pulled down Shaq when you guys were having that altercation? Anybody get in trouble there?
6: We both got in trouble with our moms. Shaq's <laughs> Shaq, 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 Shaq mom and my mom were best friends. And before we got to the locker room, they were already blowing up our phone. And, uh, yeah, I used to get on my mom's case all the time because my mom – and Shaq's mom, and there's another lady named Martha Carmen. They were like three triple. We should call them the Golden Girls. They would take like twenty five vacations a year. And my mom would spend money like Shaq's mom. And I, Shaq made twelve <laughs> times the money I made. I'd call and yell at my mom. I'd be like, Mom, why are y'all staying at the Ritz and the Four Seasons? Why can't y'all stay at a, a W? Or, or a Hotel Six. But they would always <laughs> stay at these great hotels. I used to yell at my mom. That's the only time I yelled at my mom. She said, I said, Mom, I didn't make Shaq's type money. Stay at a Motel Six or a Weston <laughs> or a Hyatt, somewhere like that. You don't have to stay at the Ritz-Carlton or the Four Seasons. Yeah. I had to laugh all the time. I said, Mom, Shaq make a lot more money than me.
2: Uh, Paulie. Uh, how many technical? Where's Where's Charles on the technical list?
4: Okay, this list I think is pretty good. Top five with technical files. Five is Rodman. Gary Payton with two hundred and fifty. Rasheed Wallace with three hundred and seventeen. Charles Barkley with three hundred and twenty nine technicals. Hey, congratulations! He just got beat up by the
6: mailman with three thirty two. Carl Malone. Yeah, I-, I knew I had quite a few, but like I say, I probably you say I got ejected like fifteen times, sixteen
2: I- times, I think.
6: Yeah. Yeah, a 14 of those were deliberate and twice I think they the ref overreacted to me calling names. But why I'm wondering why you want to get thrown out of a game. You never want to get thrown out of a game. But you just said you did it 14 times. Well, sometimes, you know, the ref is just so bad or you it's a, or the game's <laughs> over. You know, I think I think one, one thing that happens when guys are getting technicals, especially when you're a great player, you get a technical just to let them know, like, hey, I deserve some calls also. I think a lot, because, you know, the guys you mentioned, uh, Carl, like me and Carl, Carl was a hell of a player, a great player. Like Sometimes you just want to get your opponent view across, so you want to get a technical, but you never really want to get tossed. But there's a couple times probably the game was over. We were getting out behind kicked. You're like, hey, you know what? Let me get in the damn shower quickly and get this thing over with. But you never really want to get tossed because you're going to hurt your team. Like, it's sometimes, like, you know, you see doing it. I'll give you an example, Dan. You see a lot of times where coaches, you can see they're deliberately trying to get technicals because the referee's like, you know what, I gave him a technical. Maybe I should give them some calls because refs, they're paying attention also. Remember when Phil Jackson used to whine all the time? You know, he know the ref was watching TV or reading a newspaper so this, it's a psychological game with the refs sometimes. Because some refs are cowards on the road. Like if you go to a hostile environment, they're intimidated by the home crowd. So you have to stand up for yourself. They're given because they, they they hear everything the crowd says. You hear it also as a player. And some refs, we used to look around. We did not want certain refs on the road because they were intimidated. Like who? I'm not doing. Stop it, Dan. Okay, I just, okay. Stop it.
2: I'm just being a journalist. How much do you celebrate winning the in-season tournament if you're the Lakers? Are you, Dan, are you serious right
6: now? <laughs> are you serious right now? They're going to
2: raise a banner, Charles. Are you serious right no. now? Now, if you're the Pacers, I said you do a parade, you do a banner in the ceiling, any reason to celebrate. You you do in-season rings for the Pacers if you win against the Lakers. But Dan, the- let, me,
6: <laughs> let me tell you something. If the Pacers do an end-season parade, I'm going to Indy for that, okay? No, we don't. You know, it was a resounding success. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's really happy with the end-season tournament, but we're not raising banners. We're not doing parades. They were doing champagne with goggles, Charles. You know, <laughs> I'm so glad. That I wasn't watching. Uh I'm so glad that I wasn't watching Saturday night. If I saw them doing champagne for the in season tournament, yeah. I can say it was a resounding success. <laughs> but if the late uh you don't do you don't do champagne for the in season tournament, I'm glad I did not see that. I'm really glad I didn't see that.
2: And then people on social media said, uh, hey, Jordan never won an in season tournament and LeBron has, and I went. He didn't play in an in season tournament. But how important would an in season tournament
6: have been to Jordan? Well, I think all first of all, you just want to win the games. I don't think it would have been uh listen, I think it would have been a better story personally if the Pacers had a because sure. it was a it was a really coming out party for Therese Halliburton. He was fabulous unbelievable seems like a great kid also uh but the lakers they're the lakers there's two teams in the nba that championship or bust matter to the lakers and the celtics are the gold standard uh, you can throw the bulls in there a little bit and the spurs but if you're the lakers or the celtics only thing matter is the board championship and listen like I say, it was a great success, but the in-season tournament, I I really – the Lakers better not have a put up an in-season. I think battle. they are. That Listen, man, if they do that, I'm going to roast their ass on TV. <laughs> you know we're going to have to talk about it. If they put that in-season tournament banner up, Dan, I'm going to roast them on television.
2: By the way, the Bulls are doing a ring of honor, and that means they're inviting Phil – and mike
6: and scotty well i'm trying to figure out first of all <laughs> the bulls are an embarrassment to the nba i have zero idea what they're doing they should have had a clearance sale like three years ago i mean i was like dude y'all stink y'all stink y'all stink get rid of get- good you got to start i'm trying to figure out when they're gonna start to rebuild i was like and were they waiting on Michael and the guys to die before they come up with the ring of honor? I mean, don't they have a statue out front? I think you'd rather have a statue than be in the ring of honor. No disrespect to being, because I'm in no, the ring gonna of honor. he's going to have
2: both. He's going to have both. But can you what, imagine what, what, what? Scotty and Mike crossing paths at the ring of honor?
6: Hey, they're not going to do that on the same night. I No, they are. They no, are. No. They're no, inviting.
2: Everybody is going to be there, and it's next month. You know what? I got to go. I got to go. You might not make it. You might make it awkward, even more awkward if you go.
6: No, I'm just going to sit back in the corner and stare. (laughs) Hey,
2: I'm praying. I think Golden State goes to Chicago in mid-January, so Steve Kerr will be there.
6: Please, please don't have it a night I got to work because I want to go there and be a fly on the wall.
2: Paulie, check and see. I think it's like January 12th that Golden State goes to Chicago, Ring of Honor, Rodman, Phil Jackson, Mike, Scotty, uh, maybe. They, should,
6: they shouldn't do it on the same night. That's the only way they're going to go to crowd is on a Ring of Honor <laughs> night. For, they should They should spread it out. Uh, they're, putting, they're putting all those guys in there the same night? I think so. Yeah, Paulie.
4: Yeah, halftime on January 12th confirmed at the Bulls game. And bonus coverage, Charles. The Lakers will unveil the NBA in-season tournament banner to be hung on uh, December 18th.
6: Yes! Oh my God! Wait, what night of the week is the Bulls thing? What is
2: the January 12th? Friday. Friday night. I can be there. <laughs> I can be there. Maybe you go with Michael Jordan's son, uh,
6: Dan. <laughs> I I I'm telling you something. I'm gonna have to go uh, to Chicago that day just to just to see it. I mean you talk about weirdest uncomfortable <laughs> that uncomfortable won't do it justice i mean i dude people people first of all nobody's going to watch the warriors or the bulls okay let's get that out of the way nobody's going to see the warriors against the bulls but everybody's going to have their camera focus on those guys i can't wait people to go are going to
2: gonna show up at, right at the end of the second quarter
6: Yes, exactly right. That's like, they're going to go and get all (laughs) liquored up the first half, and they're going to leave right after halftime. Yes, Yes. just like you would. There's no reason to watch the Bulls against the uh, the Warriors at all. (sighs) Thanks for getting up for us. Oh, no problem. Are we going to
2: see you in Vegas at the Super Bowl?
6: Dan, What? I'm really having a hard time with that decision. Because, you know, me and my boys, I take about 12 of my boys. uh, We've been to Vegas 26 straight years for the Super Bowl. Oh, I
2: know. You blew us off in Arizona. We were supposed to go to your crib. We're going to Vegas. We're going to be there. Now you're saying you don't want to go to Vegas?
6: Well, it's going to be so crowded and so many people. So I think I'm going to have all 12, 13 guys come to my house and stay at my house. So now you're going to be at your house. Well, because, Dan, we've been to Vegas 26 straight years. Mm -hmm. Vegas is the best place in the world to watch the Super Bowl and have fun for the weekend and play golf and everything. But now all these losers (laughs) are going to be there for the Super Bowl. So we're going to put it to a vote, me and the 12 guys I've been with all these years. Right now, it's coming to Scottsdale all-standing at my house. It's in the clubhouse league.
2: Well, you pay for everything, so you should be the only guy voting.
6: Well, we don't know if I pay for stuff until after the gambling is settled, Dan. (laughs) You get everything free in Vegas until after the weekend. So we don't know if I got to pay for everything yet. Great
2: to talk to you, and uh, good luck luck with King Charles. All
6: right, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate you. You guys be safe, and hey, happy holidays. You too.
2: Oh,
6: oh, hey, and happy Hanukkah, too. Oh, for Todd. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Happy uh, –
6: Really, it was more for my son-in-law. Screw Todd. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very nice. All right. That's Happy Hanukkah, guys. And Merry Christmas. All right. That's Charles Berkeley, King Charles with Gail King. Tonight at 10 Eastern on CNN. Take a break. Play of the Day is up next.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search
7: FSR to listen live.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: Oh my god. The
1: play. The play of the day.
2: Player once I got gonna play it and play it! This is the
4: play of the day. Check this out.
2: Luca. right to left, between his legs right. Swing it back out, Hardaway. Right to left drive around LeBron. Over the top. Exum, can he be a hero? He is! He's a hero tonight! Oh, kill shot for Dante Exum! Dante Exum. Chris Mannix has to be thrilled with our play of the day. He made a career-high 7 three-pointers, 5 in the fourth quarter. By the way, Luca had 17 assists in that game, courtesy of the Mavericks' radio network that's your play of the day play of the day brought to you by discover discover wants everybody to feel special your discover card you have access to 24 7 customer service as well as zero dollar fraud liability which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases learn more at discover.com credit card limitations do apply jared in utah hi jared what do you have for me this morning
0: Hey there, Dan. First time, long time. One five five one fifty five. 155. Yeah, I wanted to chime in on the whole, whole Bill Belichick thing. Do you think Bill would ever be able to, you know, drop the ego, maybe take a defensive coordinator job? And that's his path back to the Super Bowl because he's got to win one with with, without Brady to really kind of solidify his legacy. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking, Dan. I don't know what you,
2: what you no, about. because he wants to pass Don Shula on the all time victory list. And there was some friction between Don Shula when he was still alive with Bill Belichick. I think Don Shula was critical of Spygate with uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So I would say that Bill really
3: wants to pass uh, Don Shula. Yeah, Seaton. Seems like an odd thing too to like. It wasn't a criticism, but to say, "Do you think he can ever put his ego aside?" I, mm. uh, I mean, he's he's one one of if not the greatest coach of all time. If anybody has an ego, it it would be somebody like that, yeah. you know. I, I, but I can't see him being a defensive coordinator. Yeah, why? Why would he do that? Yeah, he doesn't. Why would a team? Why would a head coach want him to be his defensive coordinator? Said so everybody's like, "Get this guy out." We got Bill Belichick sitting over here. Get yeah. this guy out of here. Yeah. Yes,
6: Mark. When he goes to the owner, it's awkward when our defensive coordinator walks around with all of his rings <laughs> on his fingers.
2: Can you tell him to stop bringing in his Super Bowl? Excuse rings?
6: me, Mr. Tepper. Can you tell him?
2: To... <laughs> I wouldn't have run the ball there. Uh... I wouldn't be doing... That. yes, yeah, probably.
4: The only upside, Bill, if he was a defensive coordinator, would never have to do an interview again. He would never have to step in front that, of a microphone. That, that is true. That is true.
2: All right, we did one hour. Uh, thanks to Charles Barkley, who gave us 20 minutes of content there. Always great. Coming up next hour, we'll uh, talk some football. Cam Newton labeling a few quarterbacks as game managers, including the leading candidate for MVP this year. No, not Brock Purdy. Dak Prescott.
0: One hour in the books, two more to go.